Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot, No Questions Asked, Master in the Art of Intuitive Reading. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 229 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is Dream Interpretation with Tarot. And my special guest is Mimi Young. Hi, Mimi. Hi, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am delighted to talk to you because I think dreams are really, really important. Now, I'm one of those people I don't dream a lot, but when I dream, oftentimes there's so much that comes up that I need to process afterwards. And I don't use tarot for this purpose. So I found this topic when you suggested it so intriguing. And I really want to hear what you have to say about interpreting dreams with tarot. So let's just dive right in. How do you use tarot for interpreting your dreams? So I have a twofold process when I interpret my dreams and I, I dream a lot. Um, and I find that this process is helpful for whether if it's one of those crazy dreams where nothing makes sense or where there was some remblance, sorry, some semblance of reality where you're like, okay, some of this makes sense. Some of this doesn't make sense. And I just need to dig a little deeper. Um, so the first process is I do my own uh, internal asking. I actually have a, a tool called the dream spreadsheet where I have different columns uh, and they're just simple questions like who, what, where, why, those sorts of questions. And then after, when I fill out that, and I can see it oftentimes indexed with other dreams in the past, I may see a bit of a thread. But oftentimes, even with that, that may not be enough. And that's when I finally consult the wisdom of the tarot. So I typically will ask for one card to come. And it's either asking for any one card, or I will pull until it's a major arcana, because typically, it's the majors that hold these profound themes. Um, and, and yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll wait for that first major to show up. And then with that, there's usually sufficient amount of wisdom to help me process the inner workings of the interpretation of the dream. That is so interesting. You know, it's really funny, because when I have a dream, I like to journal about it. Uh, I get, I, again, I don't get many dreams, or maybe I just don't remember them. And oftentimes, you know, if I sit down and start writing about it, that can help process things. But I think pulling a card really is almost like that extra opportunity to reflect deeper. And perhaps it can give you insights that maybe you might not find on your own. Do you feel that's true for you? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I feel something that more and more people when they work with tarot, they realize it's designed to support the wisdom that we already have. It's not so that we're pulling the card to ask, like, what do I eat today? Or, you know, when do when do I leave the house? And and then it it if you approach tarot that way, it can really rob you of your power. So that's why I really love consulting tarot when I have done some of my own work first. So speaking of your own work, can you share a story of how tarot helped you to make sense of a dream? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm laughing because I, I always think of this one specific dream. So there's this, I'll, I'll share that the dream very briefly. Um, my dream, it felt like a 
average mundane dream where I was living my life. And in the middle of that dream, as I was doing an ordinary thing, a fl- um, I, I had this huge cough um, of as if I had a like a hairball. And, and it was I wasn't a cat in the dream. Um, I was fully, fully human, but I had this cough attack essentially where there was this fuzzy, furry thing that I was trying to expel from my throat. Um, and I remember in the dream that I coughed so hard that my shoes fell off. And so that essentially was, was the dream. And I woke up and the next day in the morning, I was just wondering like, wow, that was like a very strange dream. Um, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, I, I did follow through with my dream uh, process of filling out the things in uh, the spreadsheet. I did pull a card um, and the card uh, was the um, Ace of Pentacles. So I knew that it was meant to be interpreted from a physical perspective. It's like, okay, something literal from this dream feels like it's going to happen. Um, and it wasn't like a symbolic thing, that hairball or whatever, that thing that was trying to cough up. It's not a metaphor. It, it, it wasn't um, a, a symbol. And so I thought, okay, all right, well, it's still not really clear on what exactly that was. And I was also really leaning into the shoes. And so I thought, okay, well, today, um, because at this time, I was actually working um, uh, as, uh, or so working in a corporate setting. So I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to wear my pumps today. I'm going to wear these cute little loafers with laces and make sure that these shoes stay on. And so I'm at the office and the day has gone well and it's towards the end of the day. And I have this presentation and in front of this, this you know, medium-sized group, like about there's probably about like 10 or 12 of people in the room. And I just finished this presentation in my head. I'm like, wow, like I nailed it. This went so well. And then a fly flew into my mouth and I'm coughing up what felt like a hairball. <laughs> You're going like this on the video, like covering your mouth. Yeah, so that was dream. And I felt that tarot saying, hey, this is a physical thing. It at least somewhat prepared me. And, and the best part of that day was my shoes stayed on. <laughs> that is so Interesting. And isn't that funny how sometimes dreams really are literal like that, where they're giving us a glimpse of something, but the tarot really had you grounded and prepared. So when that went down, you knew exactly what to do. Yeah. And I mean, I think back on it now, how disgusting it was to cough up a fly. Um <laughs> But it makes for a great story. And then I always remind people around me, like, trust your dreams. Yes. Dreams hold meanings. Totally. So is there a specific deck that you recommend for dream interpretation or will any old tarot deck work? I I really feel that any deck that you or the listener has a relationship with, those those decks or that one specific deck would be what I personally recommend. I work with the Mother Peace deck, um, but I don't find that it's the the one deck itself. And I, I don't really approach magic in in the sense that it has to be this one and only tool. It very much is about your relationship um, and your the the energy exchange that's shared between you and the deck. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. So 
Um, of course, I have to ask you, where did you learn this technique? I mean, this is something you created on your own or did someone teach you this? Yeah, I, I feel that my relationship with, I, I, well, first of all, I'm an animist. And so I, I find that as an animist, I spend so much of my day listening. I'm just, I'm listening and in awe of the spirits around. And so when I work with tarot, yes, I can view it as literally a deck of CMI, CMYK printed cards that were, you know, printed um, and shipped from some print house. Um, I, I can view it that way as a very literal thing, or I can view it as a, a set of portals. Um, and each of those portals gives me access to a spirit that embodies that particular uh, energy of, of that specific card. And so for me, I, I've, I've learned a lot of things through tarot, um, through that traditional way of getting to know the spreads, getting to know uh, the meaning. And yet there's that additional way of just simply being a listener. And, and I feel that that it was through that process that I discovered, yeah, I can really lean into tarot for understanding my dreams. So here's another thing I want to ask. You mentioned about the major arcana that you'll pull until <laughs> you get to the major arcana. But let's say you didn't do that and maybe you mm -hmm. pulled like a court card. Would that mean a specific person? Um, you know, whereas the majors obviously are a message from spirit. How could maybe the other cards be looked at in your dream interpretation? If you were to say, I don't want to work with the majors. I want to pull a court card and that's what I got. Right. Yeah, so I feel that it really depends on the nature of the dream. So I had already done that inner listening, and it felt appropriate to not for, I'm going to go back to that dream example that I gave, that, you know, me swallowing the fly. Um, it didn't feel that I had to specifically ask for a major. I felt that it was totally appropriate to ask for any card from the deck to come through. Um, and so in that case, it, I, I felt that the answer was really appropriate. Um, now, if you, let's say, have a dream that involves you and another person, maybe it makes sense to have it specifically relating to court cards. Or maybe um, if you feel that it's court cards plus major, um, you can really just play with it. Um, I feel that that's the most beautiful part about tarot is that there's a lot of flexibility. It's it's a system, but it's also alive, which means that you can essentially break the rules sometimes and you're not necessarily reading it in the most traditional ways. Um, and yeah, it, it, and especially with dreams, because it's all about fluidity with dreams. So it just makes sense in that sense, in, in that context. And that actually also makes a lot of sense to me because I agree, dreams are fluid. Dreams, you know, are not something where it's it's linear and it's like boom, 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 and either is tarot. There are, you know, certain structures in tarot, but those, like you said, can be certainly flexible. So I really mm -hmm. appreciate that. Now, you mentioned that you have this dream, like the type of spread where mm -hmm. you do the who, what, where, or, you know, why. Where could, oh, mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah, it's a spreadsheet. It's like I you can literally do it on Excel or like Google Sheets. Um, it's I don't use tarot for that part. Um, so it's, it's written out on my phone and I have it on my phone because sometimes the interpretation, uh, that process can, can happen the first 10 minutes, you know, when you wake up, but it might also come through when you're waiting in line to pay for something at the grocery store. 
Um, and so if I have it in a journal that's right by my bed, it's not very convenient that way. But if I have it, like my phone's always with me. And so I can always retrieve that spreadsheet. Um, and it can store a lot of data in one document. So it's, it's been really useful for me that way. Well, I'm a huge fan of journaling and spreadsheets. Is this is this spreadsheet something that anyone can access from your site, or do you suggest people create their own? I highly recommend that people create their own, and I'm happy to share what I would typically recommend to, to be included in your columns for a spreadsheet. So the first one would be date. Second one would be the general plot line, if it has a plot. Um, and if it's not plot, then it could be what you as the dreamer thinks is the theme. Um, and another one would be fixtures, key fixtures that can further be interpreted as symbols. So for instance, if there was a car in your dream, or in my case, um, the hairball was the key fixture. So I would just include that. And they don't have to, when you fill these in, they don't need to be complete sentences. They're meant to be fast things that you can get down because most of most of us, we're, we're not, we don't have the leisure of sitting in bed for half an hour before we finally get to start our day. So I just need to quickly put these things down. So yeah, so the first one is the date. Second one is the general plot or theme. Third is the fixture and the potential symbolism of that fixture. Um, and then there's additional pieces that you may want to put in, such as what was, it, what was you know, your uh, the moon phase or planetary phase that most affects you? Um, if you are a menstruator, then maybe um, where were you in your cycle? Because sometimes that can indicate some additional pieces. And then finally, the, the last two columns is uh, if you're wanting to include that one card tarot pull, you can include the tarot um, card. And then the very last one is what I call the CTA or the call to action is what did that dream ask you to do? Like, what is your response? What's that, that call to action? I love this technique and I need to try it because I think, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so, it's a really thorough deep dive into your dreams from your, I mean, you're combining two different things, the journaling part, but also bringing tarot into it. I think this is a, tr a terrific method for really accessing the wisdom in your dreams. I love this. I'm so thrilled to hear that you want to try it because I, I you know, and you said that you don't dream that frequently, even if you don't. Um, I think even, especially if you don't dream that frequently, this tool would be really powerful. Exactly. And that's the first thing that you're, you're you must be reading my mind because I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't dream that often. So maybe I need to dive into this and see what's going on there. This is so cool. So Mimi, I want to thank you for sharing this technique. And I am certainly going to try it. If people want to connect with you and learn more about you or work with you, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on my website. It's shopceremony.com. Ceremony is spelt with an I-E instead of a Y at the end. So shopceremony.com. And from there, they can sign up for my newsletter. It's just the top bar. Um, and I'll send out a monthly uh, newsletter that contains all sorts of beautiful imagery, little nuggets of wisdom, some stories, resources, announcements, so forth. And I'm also on Instagram. Although most of the time I feel that the algorithm is supporting people getting my content on, on Instagram, but it is the same thing. It's shop ceremony, once again, with an IE at the end. Amazing. Well, thank you again for spending your time with me today. And people make sure you get it over to Instagram. 
follow Mimi, sign up for her newsletter, visit her website, check out all the great things she has to offer. And that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. You can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, lots of books, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and plenty of other good things for you to scope out and enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And hey, by the way, if you dig the podcast, you know what I, what I want you to do. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that will help more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I like to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, well, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.